0: Right, everyone. Hey, this is your gracious host, Kage, and welcome to another edition of Otaku Life. I have a great guest for you guys today. I've been trying to get him on for a long time. He was busy, but he finally was able to fit me in his schedule. He's not, <laughs> he's not only a celebrity in the gaming, but he, the competitive gaming industry. He's also a family member. He's actually my little cousin, Rob TV. How you doing, sir? Yo, what's going on, with you, cuz? I appreciate you having me on,
1: even wanting to talk to me and all that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> making me sound bad talking about fitting you in the schedule and all that. You know, you you hit me up anytime, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand. It's just I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to press you out because I know you got a lot of stuff popping. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, man. I've been You know what I mean? On a little uh, on my workaholic tip a little bit, but
0: yeah, I totally understand, man. You out here being great, dog. It's
1: totally cool, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you out here being consistent and grinding with your podcast and everything, bro.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I'm just out here trying to get a lot. Honestly, you honestly what you doing in the uh, gaming industry it really kind of like motivated me to kind of do what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know right. that. That's dope. Yeah, man. So let's get right into it. Now, um just this for uh just for um just for, for my listeners and everything. Uh, Rob TV is a, a, a big uh, competitive gamer in the fighting community, especially Street Fighter 4. He's also a YouTube content creator. He's been in a lot of tournaments, tournament, gaming tournaments, also hosted gaming tournaments. He's been on TV. You know what I'm saying? So I want to start by saying, like, just how did you get into the competitive fighting game industry, Rob?
1: Okay, so uh, I'm sorry, my dog... Stop. okay so um i'm a street fighter five player right? at least that's what uh at least that's what uh up to this point that's my primary thing has been um as far as like tournaments and everything and i'm also a like a you know a show host so like a lot of my work i guess it's just kind of it's split to those two things so it's like you know i'll uh, interview people or, you know, MC an event or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and th- so, the, but the, I got into both of them at like two completely different times. So on the gaming side, um, like, I don't know how far back you really want to go, but I guess in general, I would say that for one, you already know, like back in the day when I visited you guys in Maryland, like one of the, I think it was the first time maybe. Yeah. First time. That was the first time. I don't know how
0: old I was, bro. Right. Well, because yeah, I just had to be like a teenager, like 13,
1: 14. Oh, uh, yeah. See, so I was like not even 10, probably. Uh, yeah. And I remember we were playing like some. I don't remember what it was. It was, it was Star Wars. Um, <laughs>
0: It was Star Wars Jedi Outcast because we were playing multiplayer.
1: It was online, wasn't it? Yes, on Xbox. Yep. We have Xbox Live. Yep. Yeah. And I don't think I really was hip to Xbox Live or like that. I don't think.
0: Yeah, you was having fun because you was talking to the people and everything when we was playing. I remember.
1: Yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Like, I was like, oh, man, that's mad fun. But, you know, so I always, like, been heavy in gaming, like, mainly because of my pops. You know, we was always competitive. And basically, like, I was in college. Like, I'm, you know, fast-forwarding a whole lot. Yeah, you were
0: obtaining your business degree at Miami University, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I was heavily into, like, you know, entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. but as far as um, college, I just kind of, I guess, felt like it was just the best way for me to just get out the hood, pretty much, Yeah, or, you know, go off to college, so that's why I had even uh, went whatsoever, and after that, like, um, eventually, I got heavy into reading, like, self-help books and stuff, and hearing about people, like, uh, you know the the all, the all the people who've like dropped out of college and become successful and all that. Yeah. And, you know, you can go down a rabbit hole with that sort of uh, content. Yeah. So I was taking that in a lot, reading a whole lot of books, watching a lot of videos, and eventually I was. I only had like a year left, I think, of college, and I was like, "Man, I'm leaving." Even though Miami University is a really good school, um, but I left, and I didn't know exactly what I was gonna do. So, um, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go." and be like a YouTuber, like, or like an entertainer. So I started a YouTube channel and my YouTube channel is called Rob TV. Right. Like now that's not like, I, w- I wasn't calling myself Rob TV as in like, that's my name to address me as or nothing. Just the name of my YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. but when I, okay. Yeah. All right. So there's so many different, there's so many different things. Uh, I want to make sure I'm not like missing. Something. So, basically like you know the name part I was standing after i left college i had moved uh to a city that had like a local fighting game scene and i was already playing like fighting games but just like i never had went offline or nothing like that but when i went to my local scene like and finally played offline and everything it was like yo damn like it made me keep wanting to go back and smoke people and eventually i got so strong like actually pretty quickly that i really beat everyone there very easily um like well i could pretty much pick whatever character i want or anything like that so i felt like i needed to go somewhere else and um you know try to expand like you know try to see what else is out there you know you feel like you that guy in a small pond Mm -hmm. you know yeah so that's when i ended up traveling and pretty much i would go like and again, there's a whole lot of details out, but I don't know how, like I said, how long we were meant to go with this. But I would travel like um, all throughout the Midwest. Even at that time, I, I, you know, I ain't have bread or anything like that, man. So that was that was like during the struggle time for me. So I had like a week old 1999 car and everything, bro. Like driving to different states, five hours there, five hours back in the same day to go to tournaments. And I always was like talking a lot of trash. Always, like, you know, more on, like, the big personality side, and you know, uh having big moments. And pretty much that was my foray into, like, competitive gaming. But I never had told myself, yo, I'm going to try to become a pro player. Mm-hmm. I never consciously told myself that. It just kind of happened naturally. Before I knew it, my name was getting around. I was getting stronger at the game. I got contacted for a TV show on TBS, and mm-hmm. I got sponsored. <laughs> You know, there's like a lot of stuff. I
0: know all about that one. Yeah. I'm definitely going to, we definitely going to talk to you about that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's on the, that's on the player, like as far as like, I guess like on the player side. Like it, so from 20, I guess this is like 2017. That was my first year and of like traveling and stuff and going to these tournaments. And at that point, you know, I'm going to my locals and like, yo, man, I'm smoking everyone here and I start traveling elsewhere just within the Midwest. So fast forward to now and my team, like I've, I've been on big, well, now I'm, I'm the host of street fighter league, but like I've played in like a, there's this league. If you guys look it up called a uh, street fighter league, um, there's a pretty big thing with a really big thing I'll say with Capcom. And uh, like, you know, I performed, extremely well on things like that in game and me and my team have like won the na portion we lost to japan but you know we won in a portion of that um and you know this year i actually qualify for capcom cup that's like the super bowl of the capcom like competitive gaming things street fighters mm-hmm. competitive gaming and it's like a 250k uh purse purse for the winner, yeah. So I qualified for that. Like, I won two huge tournaments and everything to get, uh, and everything, but uh, COVID actually canceled it and all that. But that kind of just kind of goes to show the progression over the last few years. Um, but on the the hostess side, I don't know if you're to talk about that part yet. If you'd rather wait, until like how I get into that. Um,
0: yeah, uh, let me just talk about some of the turn, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about the competitive part, yeah. Then we get to hosting. Um, get you in the host scene. Um, I want to talk about your accolades. You've been in a lot of tournaments and plays holly, some of which I know are the Red Bull Conquest Fighting Game Tournament, the Northeast Championship Fighting Game Tournament sponsored. You've been sponsored. You've been sponsored by esports organization called Hazardous, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Hazardous, man. They rock with me early, like before I was like as before stuff was even as big for me and everything, man. Hazardous, um, uh, even more recently, Tar Pit Club. Um, Who am I forgetting? No, I think, yeah, I think that's, yeah, like as far as like my early sponsors. So, yeah, that's that's something that was really cool. So the tournament you brought up, the Northeast Championships, right? The crazy thing is I didn't win that tournament. I came in second place. Mm -hmm. But the Hazardous, the guys who ran Hazardous, they were there at the tournament, like I never, like you know, we didn't know each other or nothing. I didn't, meet, I don't think I met them there or nothing. But I got second place, which is very uh, good to do. But they sponsored me instead of the dude who won because the, inter- the entertainment value that I brought was so high. Like right. if you if you look up, that was back in my earlier days, man. Like my energy was a lot different. If you look up, let's say like Romp TV versus Chris G on YouTube um you'll see me like talking crazy to the camera i'm teabagging i'm wilding out um and you know of course now i, I will i'm not quite this, uh i still have that in me but you know i'm not quite the underdog as much anymore yeah you had, you
0: had something to prove and then it's like i've i've i uh read some of your interviews and you say like that's like an investment that's, that's kind of segues into another um Another part I want to talk to you about, about being on a challenger. And yeah. Here, you are saying how, like, you're not, like, it's nothing personal about shit-talking. And then, like, other people, you're saying other people have um shit, uh, ch- uh, trash talk you. But it's like, that's how, that's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? That's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Blood flowing.
1: Yeah, for real, bro. Like, I mean, for one, right. this is where we're from. Like, right. Know, that's
0: yeah. how it go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like I remember, like you was you was on the Challenger. Now, for those who don't know, that's that's a, 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 a like a Big Brother type uh, show about competitive gaming where you uh, faced off against other popular uh, competitive fighting gamers. Yeah, and I remember. I remember, like I like you know, I don't, I never said anything, but like I, I follow you. I like I watch you on TV, and i will never forget. In the beginning, on the Challenger. There's a dude named low tier guy. Yeah. You know I'm and he was famous. Like, I'm be honest. Like since the, the show started, he was just talking trash the whole time. <laughs> and then it's like, you were, you were, um, you was going to like, you were the first person to, um, to, uh, play him.
1: Yeah, to play, yeah.
0: First, um, first like uh fight where if somebody lost, they'd be off the show, but well, they wasn't off the show, but they couldn't play no more.
1: Yeah, you're
0: I mean, all that ish he was talking, and I'll never forget like when you was playing him, you just walked smooth up to him, and he was just like, Hey, hey, cut, like you are, right? he was like, Hey, you gonna lose, like you just like, you just lose, you just you gonna lose, you gonna, lose. You gonna get it, and yeah, beat the dude, and like after you beat him, he didn't say it the whole <laughs> fight, I was like, Yeah, cut, yeah like okay. yo that's a I, i'm gonna just keep it 100 i'm gonna just keep it 100 trill ain't ain't no soft ninjas in our bloodline it's only warriors
1: cuz like that's yeah, it yeah man yeah that's like like you know lcg you know he got his uh his uh what would i say his image as like the he he's looked at as like a big villain at least at that time i guess maybe even now he looked at as like a big villain in the scene uh, I didn't really know him all like that at that point, like, personally. Um, I only knew about, like, the the crazy stuff that happened with him online. Like, he's uh, got a lot of – there's a lot of people who are, like, he's a polarizing dude, i say that. Um, so when I went there, I thought me and him might have problems. I never met dude, and I seen how he was on the internet. But, like, after that, like, after we played and, you know, I talked trash and everything, for one, the reason I even picked him is because I knew, like, this would be, like, the most exciting match. Because I know everybody, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. everybody would like to see yeah. this cat actually scrapped in, like, this big uh, format. So, yeah. I'm like, alright, I'm 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 always thinking to put on the show. And I'm like, I'm definitely gonna smoke, buddy. So, that's why I didn't want yeah. oh. And then, of course, I had to talk crazy to him. He tried to have a comeback in the trash talk before the match, but it was, it ain't worked. So, you know, I ended up smoking him. Uh, but, you know me and El Loiter are actually cool now, but as far as that that show overall though, bro, like it's crazy because nowadays this is thing that was a great opportunity for me. It was a very good opportunity. Like we was, we shot that show over the course of like a week in like some like mansion in Atlanta. Like it was dope, but what they paid me, like all due res- all due respect, like I wouldn't. I'm not trying to sound like cocky or not, but I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way in hell I would have done that for that bread now, nowadays. Yeah. But of course, you at different spots, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. so, but at the end of the day, I, I will say that a good lesson in that for anybody that's trying to come up, though, is that it ain't always about the short term bread. Actually, it's almost never about the short term bread. Mm. Now, I don't think you should, uh, I'm not going to say almost never. I think you shouldn't, like, if you're early, I don't think there's nothing wrong with grinding for exposure. Like, get some money, but, like, you know, exposure so that you can make more bread. But, of course, after you get to a certain point, then, you know, know your worth and all that. But, yeah, that – getting on getting a look like that, bro, like, as much as stuff that I've done, that's the thing where, like, TV is just different, I guess. Like, there's people from my hometown and stuff that don't know nothing about esports or nothing messaging me like, bro, I just saw you on commercial. I just saw you on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, man, like I'm actually, I might try to get on TV to, do get into some acting or something if I can. Because if you're be honest with you, that was a real dope experience. One of my favorite life experiences, honestly.
0: Yeah, because I, I like I said, like I was, it was it's dope as hell, like seeing you. And then it's like, and then it's like, like I said, just like just seeing you in action and just, you know what I'm saying? Just meeting other gamers and just having
1: a good time and just, you know what I'm saying? And enjoying it was tight. And cause you know something, I really want to. I know you already got your flow of interview. You want, like your flow that you want the topics, but I do want to at some point, like just kind of really take like speak to like you know some of the young, younger, especially black dudes, and you know. Yeah, with- yeah
0: I was going to mention that, but yeah, go if you want. If you feel like you want to talk about it now, yeah, do do that.
1: You yeah, know? you know, like I feel like um. Like when you tell me right there, like when you said um that me doing my esports stuff or my in my gaming stuff, like you said it's an inspirational to you to like oh, I'm gonna grind my shit out and you know, boom boom. Like I feel like there's not enough like examples. Yeah that people yeah. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yes, I do. I do, dog. Like for like I'm gonna be honest with you, Rob. It's like it's like in the black community, especially like where you grew up, like, um, like, i am be honest, like, I am i didn't grow up in the hood or nothing like that. But yeah. I know I not get eaten. You know what I'm saying? When I'm at spots, I don't know. And it's like, I know how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you try, like, you, like, I, I've been in the nerd and gaming from, like, when I was a kid and all that. And it's like, you know, you kind of like at a, before it was popular. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was big into it. And it's like, yeah, black, a black boy. You know what I'm saying? How other black boys would see you like, oh, you acting white. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
1: you're a nerd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. where how I grew up, like I never, I never experienced that, like the because even though I'm in like esports and media and stuff now, like I guess I had more because of the neighborhood I grew up in. Like even though, like, so of course, my pops and everything had tried, like, did an amazing job, like. Mm-hmm raising me, and my stepmom and stuff, like, trying to, you know, keep me in line and all that. So I was never some dude that was, like, in the streets or nothing. Right, right, right. Um, I had, like, a regular hood. I don't know, growing up, like, the regular hood experience. Like, uh, you know, I wasn't in, like, I didn't know. I don't know. I wasn't in, like, competitive gaming or nothing like that at that time. Like, I was, like, in high school and stuff, I played football. And I just was, like, going to the mall, trying to talk to the girls and <laughs> Fighting, <laughs> yeah.
0: Look, I, it's no, a hard go. Like
1: right, right, they're
0: hurt,
1: but in the the end of the day, though, like I guess I feel like um people think that the only okay. This this is the thing. People think that the only way to make bread, you already know, they think you gotta sell dope, you mm-hmm. gotta, or you can go get famous as a rapper or athlete. Now. Yeah. It ain't not wrong with being. A, there is something wrong with selling dope, but it ain't nothing wrong with being a rapper or athlete or nothing like that, right? But the thing is, like, for one, on, damn, this is so deep this can go. Okay, first off, yeah, go down of these cats. Come here, someone. A lot of these cats that selling dope and stuff is actually broke. Like, okay, so I want to make sure I put that out there first and foremost. Like, when you hear stories like or, or about like the so and so got kill for X amount of money. Like somebody there's people out here who will kill someone for a thousand dollars or something like that, bro. For mm-hmm. real. That those people really exist in this in this world in some hoods across America. Yeah. So <laughs> he, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's 5k or something, like people will kill somebody for that, risk their freedom, yeah. whatever, you know, all that. So if you really getting it like that, like you wouldn't risk something like that over such an insignificant like amount of, of bread. So first and foremost, like the, it they're not getting it how they making it, how they trying to make it look, bro. Like none of that stuff is cool, none of that stuff is dope, and you know as far as like the, I think dudes try to get into that because you know of course it's what's in front of them, yeah. And then I I'll, I'll just say real quick outside of that, in the hood, bro, ninety nine percent of people do not understand that middle class exists. We grow up only knowing poor hood, struggle, the trenches, the projects, all this type of stuff. Or you a millionaire. I didn't really understand like the really about like middle class until I went off to college. Okay. You get what I'm saying? And realized, like, oh wow, you don't need to have this crazy big thing happen for you to go and succeed you know what I'm saying for you to live a good life for you to have you know uh, cars like a couple cars in a, in a in a garage and you know have a nice house in a safe neighborhood and- right money in the bank and your kids have macbooks and you go on vacations Mm -hmm. I think that people don't know that so I try to use when I do do these like do interviews or anything like that I try to make sure I at least say something for those young kids man like yeah
0: man that's big cause it's like um like I said I never like I never grew up in like the hood or whatever but it's like I've been around people that like was like putting in work and it's like to me when I was little I would see it you know what I'm saying yeah fly women they had fly cars you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying they had the best clothes, you know what I'm saying? And they was getting it, you know what I'm saying? But then there's a part that, you, like like I said, I was seeing it, but then it's like there's a side that uh, that, that they don't show you, that they don't glamorize, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. flip side to it. Like the women, the fly women they get, a lot of them be drug addicts, you know what I'm
1: saying? That's a fact.
0: Or they, yeah, or they float it, or they, you know, they they pop their joints for they the pass-around joint for the hustlers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying?
1: Like everybody, like community, you know what I'm saying. And then, like the- even the depression, like that, that you know, we don't really talk about mental health a lot in our community. But like you know, you don't really go and get in shootouts, have people trying to kill you, yeah, dope X Y Z, and yeah. not face any mental ramifications. It's right. human, bro. Like that's like when, when 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 soldiers go to go to war and everything, it's extremely common for them to come back and have PTSD. So, if you in the hood and you, you get, have to get shootouts and XYZ, you paying for that stuff just the same, bro. So many people. Pay- yeah.
0: You saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Then also, like, you can't trust nobody.
1: Yeah. You can't trust anyone.
0: You know what I mean? And then it's like, then it's like, like, I've been places with hustlers and it's like, I go, like, I don't do it no more. But, like, when they go places, they got to wash their back, literally. You know what I'm saying? We go in the club like that they had to put their back up against the wall because how they moving like you know unfortunately a quick example a young Dolph. you know what i'm saying yeah rest in peace in his interviews he would tell people like yeah I, i'm moving dirty you know what i'm saying and it's like i've been shot at and stuff like that and it's just he knew he was doing messed up stuff and it just caught up to him
1: like, RIP to him but, but rest in peace man i feel like it's like no matter what you do in those situations like yeah. you can't Bro, you can't perfectly just be on point at all times as a defend- right. You know how many people get killed with a gun on them and stuff, but you know what I'm saying. So I, don't, like I said I'm going to go two. We got to go two parts that. But I just want to make sure. I'm
0: just going to end it like this section. But it's like that's why I think it's so cool. Like what you're doing and what I'm trying to do is just like you said. I want to be like an inspiration to young black people. I mean, not even just black or whatever, but mostly black children. That live that life and see negativity around them mm-hmm. all the time to give them hope. You know what I'm saying? That's like, nah, you can do something positive, you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. all you got, you know what I'm saying? Is it's out here for you. All you gotta do is get it. Yeah,
1: and you can make this this the thing too, like you can you can go and make the world is different now, bro. You yeah. can make money doing so many different things, okay. so many unique things, bro. Like I really I don't really be thinking about it, but it's like I really live, like I make my money competing, like in in something I love. And I make a lot of my bread hosting, you know, being a media personality and stuff like that. Like, that's dope, bro. Like, you know, that's it is dope. We don't, you know, you can, you don't, there's so many different options for what we can do to, you know, people like said, making podcasts and everything. And this is the thing, bro. Uh, like, you brought up the whole the female, like, the fly woman thing. Because I feel like that's what a lot of stuff comes down to. Like, I won't say just the one, but it's like, cats want to be cool or whatever. But, all right, how can I put this? Like, remember 50 Cent said, uh, damn, homie. In high school, you was the man, homie. What the fuck happened to you? Like, you, you remember that bar? Yes, I do. And, you and I everybody know, like we know mad people who that applies to, bro. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. In, the, in the end of the day, like if bro, I'm telling you, if you listen to this and you in eighth grade, if you in ninth grade, whatever, however bro, cool does not exist in the adult world. Right. And if you are around people where cool does exist in the adult world you in the wrong group, and they're going to be broke forever, they're going to be struggling forever, they're going to be depressed forever, and if they not broke, then they probably going to go to jail sometime soon.
0: I ain't going to hold you, Rob. That lyric pops in my mind a lot when I see people I went to, went to school for just like, they just fell off, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, all, all that short term stuff, like, it don't do nothing for you. So, even if you want, like, oh, females and X, Y, Z, bro, I guarantee like, you better off uh, Focusing on yourself, taking care of your situation and all that, like, and you, trust me, you'd rather find, meet a chick in college than a club anyway, most likely, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like, Yeah, just
0: from, just from personal experience, like, when I was in high school, yeah, I was known as a nerd. I never, like, you know, hit it or whatever, but, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't getting all the women and it's like, you don't want all the women. You want the women that's for you. Like I, The ones for you. I'm like my 30s, and I, I still, I, I usually date nerdy women. I don't date IG models and stuff like that. They be, you know, giving me attention, but that's not the type of women I like. I like intelligent women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Scholarly women. You know what I mean? And they're there for you.
1: Yeah. You, find, you naturally going to attract the type of people that you right. want.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Our whole point on that is just, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude you know you don't need to follow the crowd like that to live like a dope life bro at yeah, all
0: yeah man so um okay so you know we, we kept it real we're going to keep it nerdy so yes, we, sir when we come back from break we definitely going to talk about how your hosting events how that's going on for you so we're going to get to the nitty gritty with it i'm looking forward to it let's do it yes sir so uh just uh just going to give a quick break for our sponsor be right back okay and we're back so Rob, now I want now you wanted. I want to talk to you about uh, another part of your hustle, hosting tournaments. How,
1: how? Please tell us how that works. All right. So, like, I wouldn't say it's necessarily like hosting tournaments. Like, I mean, I, I guess it because hosting tournaments where I'm like, uh, not our friend, but like in the, in the gaming like industry, mm-hmm. it's like as if you throw in a tournament. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, okay, okay. You get what I'm saying? But it's like. But yeah, but I'm like a you
0: know what Would you say you commentator? Because I've seen you on video, like
1: again at Termas, you had the mic and you like. Yeah, I've done that. I've commentated or like I commentate sometimes, or I'll host like uh like you know like the MC or whatever, just like you know like uh, Ryan Seacrest or something, but just yeah, yeah. money. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> that, but, but of course, like like don't get me wrong. I'm taking, I'm taking uh will taken care of when everything was kept calm everybody. But the hosting thing is dope, bro. And the way I got into it is OD. So I was only in the regular like competitive side, right? Mm-hmm. So then after uh so I'm part of that Street Fighter League thing I told y'all about earlier. So okay, boom. I'm on Street Fighter League. A lot of these cats be, you know how it is, man. Some some people in in these type of cultures are a lot more boring, a lot more quiet and nervous and scared of the camera and all that. Yeah. Never been me. You know what I'm saying? That's the key. That just ain't, it's just not naturally, it's never been me. me. So I'm like, when I'm going to compete, I'm also feeling like it's I gotta put on the show. I'm supposed to entertain people on XYZ. And that's naturally what I like to do. So, when I'm on Street Fighter League as a competitor, I'm having so many different, like, viral moments, like funny and hype, whatever, viral moments, beefs, whatever. And what happened was like one of the years um uh, for street Fighter league this is in 2019 i want to say in 2019 i actually had a i was supposed to be on the show again as far as like my my team was supposed to come back cuz we won last year but my the captain you know uh my best friend one of one of my best friends my boy dude he actually had a decision to make. He had a daughter on the way and everything. And basically, at first, the Street Fighter League was only American players. Okay. So it was only American players. But then Capcom changed it and let it be like a worldwide, like more worldwide thing. So Europeans, Norway, whatever could be in the street in the league. So the comp- competition level is going to be even higher. So he had the opportunity to have like this world champion dude on his team and somebody else. And he was like, man, what do I do? Go with the homies or do I, you know, try to get the best, what I believe might be the best team possible. So he ended up going that way. So I wasn't on there all of a sudden off of that. So then it was like, damn, all right. But then um, I get contacted by the production company um and slash Capcom, whatever you want to say. And they're like, yo, we need to get you on the show somehow, even if it's not to play. I'm like, word. Now mind you, I've never hosted nothing in my life, bro. Like I never did hosting commentary, none of that. And they're like, uh, like, what if you just like we we we're on the phone and like, I mean, what if you host the show? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know? Now I'm literally, I gotta go, you know, I'm on set all the time. I gotta interview people or do this and that. Like, so it's a a kind of a huge thing to be thrown into as my first ever event. Um, and street fire league is like a a very big thing for our for our community or whatever. So, um, but l- when I went and did it, I get it just kind of felt natural. The crazy thing, cause is the fact that like I feel like everyone in this earth, everyone on this earth has natural talents, but I don't know if everyone finds their thing that is that they are naturally talented. at, If that makes sense that they have a natural attitude for. Yeah. So, for the gaming side, like the competitive side, like I'm dead nice, but I have to grind so hard at that, at the same, like I have to grind hours and hours and hours. This media stuff, like the hosting stuff, bro, it just felt like I just been doing it forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like as if I got years of experience or something. So the hosting stuff, it's definitely, um, like, uh, from as far as me, like comparing the two, like how they go, uh, I feel like the host and stuff is like definitely it's more stable than just the competitive side. Because yeah, I think if you just playing, bro, I'm playing against everybody in the world, and if I lose, I'm not getting bread, or I'm getting less bread, or some a lot of times you get no bread, whatever. Yeah, you got to win to get. You know what I'm saying? Words on the the media side, like you're using your talent, and you that good at get at it, you can. Uh, you know, entertain and whatnot, yeah. it, it's more guaranteed. Right. So, and it also builds your brand more, in my opinion. Because you got to think, man, if people go out there and play, you go uh, play, uh, you just run your games on stream for a tournament or whatever, people don't get to know your personality and all that. They're not as invested in you as a person, as a personality. So the hosting stuff opened up a whole lot more for me, bro. Like a whole lot more.
0: That's great, man. Yeah, you got it's like you're having multiple hustles, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like diversify for sure, bro. Like,
0: go Bond's my ninja. So. Yeah, yeah, high I, key, high key. Like, want, oh, go ahead. No, 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 what are you gonna say? Now, something that I've that I heard you mention that I think is interesting, I don't know if you created the concept. Now, instead of just practicing against an opponent like physically, you, it's something called theory
1: fighting. Now, did you coin yeah. that term, or no, no, I did not make that term, but I pushed it very, very heavily in my mentioning the you one of your YouTube channels. Sure.
0: Go in about that a little bit. Yeah, so
1: it's a fighting game. It's a fighting game uh, concept, right? So. A lot of people, like, this is the thing. I I leveled up mad fast with Street Fighter. So, I know a lot of people listening don't know, know about Street Fighter competitive scene. So, a lot of these cats have been around for 200 years, bro. Like, some of these dudes literally 20 years competing, 30 years, or 10 years, whatever the hell. Like, where 2017 was my first year with this stuff. So, like, I was able to ascend really quick and is one of the main reasons is because of what mikhail's talking about is uh Kage okay. government out here people stopping me so <laughs> hold, hold what'd you say hold on, what'd you say I go by Kage in these streets bro Kage oh, oh my apologies <laughs> okay, my, <laughs> You know there's a, there's actually a Street Fighter five character named Kage. Yeah. Shadow baby Yeah but um but oh is that what Kage means? Yeah it's Japanese for Shadow. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so it, it was think, like, okay, I need to just run games. Like, I need to play as much as possible to get strong. And to a degree, that's true, but theory fighting is, like, more so you can kind of play the matches out in your mind. Or, like, um, you know, it's more so thinking about the game. Or me and you might hop on a call, like, we're around a similar skill level or something we might hop on a call and just break down ideas. Like, what do you think about this interaction right here? There's so many different interactions. And these are just like, you know, games of frames. Like, so the frame is like, what, a sixtieth of a second or something like that. But Mm -hmm. these interactions are like, you know, stuff that's less than a second you have to react to certain things or whatever. And so every single little thing matters. So we break down like infinite, an infinite amount of scenarios and it helps you out in game. Like, I found that me personally, I improve a lot faster at damn near anything by thinking about it than I do by just doing it.
0: Yeah, because it's like I'm in a real big in an anime. And a lot of that's what kind of like picked my interest about it when I when I was when you was explaining it is because and lot like in the anime fighting animes the um fighting characters they'll do that they'll they'll think about the fight in their mind to train bro yes a cool concept you know what i'm saying it
1: lit- when i watch anime bro i swear to god there's so many like parallels to right competing like but honestly i feel like it kind of goes back to a law of attraction sort of thing at the same time like i feel like um like my opinion of the law of attraction isn't like it's some big crazy mythical thing. I feel like it's more so let if I'm always thinking about how i put it. You know when people say somebody's mind is in the gutter? huh Yeah. What you think about, you bring about. Yeah. Right. So if your mind in the gutter, you might look at I don't know, like some hot dog buns and, or 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 not or, or whatever, like a hamburger buns and think about some ass or something.
0: Right. You know not, what I'm saying? So yeah, that's- Got a lot of people scared to eat hot dogs around their homies. I'm like, dog, it's food, cuz. Like, what, what you on, right? Right, like the glizzy, uh, right? right. Get the glizzy out your mouth, like none of you <laughs> ain't none of my
1: homies ever did no ish like that, <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. Bruh, and, and that's it. I feel like the same way that works, though, if you think about something like compete, like Street Fighter or your podcast or whatever it is. Like if that's always in your brain and that's what you really want, then you're gonna when right. you when you look around, you're gonna find parallels and inspiration in everything. Just like just like when you buy a new car, when you buy a car, uh, and then you see other cars, but you, you never... see that
0: you see it everywhere. All of a sudden, yeah, I mean, that's very impressive, Rob. I know you know what you're talking about. You ever heard of a book called The Secret?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. I haven't read it though.
0: That's, that's the concept of it. What you. What you think in your mind is going, you know what I'm saying. Your you are the you, your mind is the universe. You know what I'm saying. And what you think about is what you're going to pull
1: into that universe. You know. What I'm saying? I I definitely read that in the book, but I don't remember. What, it might have, I don't know if it was the secret or if it was like the E Myth Revisit or books about that. But yeah,
0: like you know, what I'm uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's the that's the secret. You know what I'm saying. That's really like the. I what you think about is what you is going to come into your life. If you think negative thoughts, constantly negative stuff, negative stuff is going to happen to you. You think yeah. positive things, positive stuff is going to happen to you.
1: Yeah,
0: that's only it, bro. It got. But I, I kind of stopped listening to certain music. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to, cause hey, I, right? I'm trying to, cause I feel like such a hypocrite sometimes. Because stuff about gangster rap, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, can't, I still listen to it. But it be a, it got to the point where I had to like, like you know, I would just just kind of had to like stop for a second, a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because like you think about you think about hoes and doing people, bro.
1: I, look, I'm telling you, I, like, when I listen to some of this stuff too much, like the it, like especially the. This, you know, these little dudes nowadays dissing dead people and everything. It's that's no, not you don't you don't talk evil like that. Yeah, that's evil. And some of the stuff, like if I look into the like fall into the YouTube rabbit hole and stuff, sometimes I have like dreams like that. I'm like in Youngstown again, uh, you know, when my, my hometown or they're back in the hood, and like somebody trying to kill me, or like hmm. I gotta do something to somebody to protect me and my girl or something like that but just but it it, it, literally you can see what you're talking about like how you feed your mind certain stuff and it sticks to yourself punches yeah i'm trying to
0: leave that stuff alone right yeah hey i I know exactly what you're talking about man i know exactly what you're talking about yeah um so you know just to keep it back in the nerdy yes sir like um so given that what type of obstacles have you have you come across any obstacles in the competitive fighting game scene?
1: Uh esports in uh, general? Obstacles. You mean like 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 racism and stuff, for example?
0: Well, not just racism, but well yeah, like well it, whatever you feel is an obstacle, the but
1: yeah, I did so want to talk think, about So a big thing for me is the fact that like I'm from Ohio right so a big thing in the esports in general is that like California is where everything is at and um in the fighting games is California and then some New York like pretty much New York and California and if you're not from there it's real hard to get your name up so mm. it's is to come from Ohio like it's not really normal for somebody to pop off the way that I have they mm-hmm. the scene. So, but what I did was I said, you know what? I have YouTube, I have the internet. So, I'm wherever I want to be cuz everybody got the internet. So, that's what I really used early on like you see even though right now I'm not posting as much like cuz I'm I'm doing other stuff and I'm restructuring my YouTube, but that helped me out tremendously with that. But yeah, definitely geography um another obstacle, self-doubt mm -hmm. it's a big one because in the end of the day like everything sound all rose in the bubbles now that i'm up and like you know stuff is going good for me. but i mean it was not always like that bro like you know leaving college i have to think about the opportunity cost of that you know for for any that's listening uh opportunity costs are it's like you learn in like microeconomics class and stuff in college um But basically, it's like, let's say you buy a pair of pants, like, for for however much money. There's also opportunity cost to that, because you could have used that money to buy other pair of pants. Or let's say I'm talking on this podcast right now. There's also opportunity cost to that, because I could have used that same time to do whatever else, like be sleep or, you know, work on a business, whatever the hell it is. So, when it comes to doing this stuff, it was like, okay, my, my my opportunity costs, like, I'm like, okay, I left college. I was going to try to go into consulting or, you know, finance or something like that. try to make a lot of bread in the corporate America. And stuff was looking smooth for me there, man. Like, and so you got to think, man, when I leave and I'm doing this stuff and it's like, damn, I'm not generating bread for real. Like past a couple hundred dollars here and there at these tournaments. And when I'm making these couple hundred dollars, that's often of me driving three hours, day or three hours back five hours whatever. I'm spending up a lot of the money just moving around or I'm taking the money I'm winning from these tournaments and reinvesting it for me to be able to get to the next tournament the next day or whatever to to, 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 the, to another state so I had to deal with a uh, definitely self-doubt because I'm like man some of my friends are some of my friends are working at whatever JP Morgan Chase or Ernst Young or you know what I'm saying? Like, all these like the, these big fours and all that type of stuff making bread. Um, So, it was kind of only natural. And then, you know, I grew up in a traditional household, man. Like, as a man, for my girl and stuff, I feel like I need to be bringing in X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just how I, how I was raised. So, it definitely, I definitely had to deal with the whole starving artist type of thing. Mm-hmm. But... It was worth it, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like the whole stay down to you, come up and all that, bro. Like it was, it was, it was definitely, definitely worth it. And I feel like I'm all the stronger because of it.
0: So, how do you feel about like what is your mindset knowing that you're living the dream that a lot of people have? That's crazy. Putting that work and then it's like now you're reaping the benefits. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of young people and a lot of older people, like, man, I wish I could play video games for a living and yeah. be in that world where I'm getting paid. Like, how do you feel? How does that make you feel?
1: Well, I, man, I don't know. Like, for one, I will always say that it's very hard to look at yourself the way that other people look at you. You know what I'm saying? No, what do you mean by that? I would say that when there's people like... I have, like, a lot of fans, like, who are genuine fans. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking about they'll donate to me or subscribe or, like, I'm sure if I drop merch it or just, you know, just hang out with me for hours on my streams or something like that or, you know, excited. Like, they really rock with me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, the way that they perceive me, I could never, like, I can never fully look at Raw TV as... The way somebody else could, like you, you probably could never eat. You probably couldn't either, just because you. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, how got to put it? Like, I'm, I, I, I'm just like, you know, rock to 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 me. That's, I guess, what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. But to some people, even though it's not to the whole world or anything like that, because it's like a niche thing. It ain't like you know.
0: You're like a, you're like a, like low key, like a guy kind. I mean, not guy. I, i want to say that but you know right, like it's right. like real like a like,
1: like there's people you know like if they if i see them, a celebrity or something to 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 a certain group of people yes you right. know what i'm saying i'm not delusional i'm not drinking that like that make sure i clarify that right, but right. regardless to a certain group of people yeah. like yeah that's, they want to like if they see me it's like yo i need a picture bro what the hell
0: it's, that's what i like i really like the uh, nerdy industry because a lot of like I, I speak I listen to a lot of voice actors and people in, doing similar circles that you are it's like the people that know you know you you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah like you know what I'm saying they like you know what I'm saying they're like you have like a dead it's not usually not the biggest but it's like you have like a dedicated fan base and when you run in them circles like the people that know you know you they know you know what I'm saying yeah they're
1: they're real they're tapped in heavy bro so right right yeah. Like living a dream of I would say that I had um I would say this before I before I started like really making any bread, my name I felt like my name was bigger than my income, if that makes sense. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not rich or that like that. I don't even switch it. But I'm just saying, like, so I had went through a, a period of like imposter syndrome.
0: Yes, that's a big thing. I was just going to ask you about that. That's a big thing. I go through it as well. I got homies that go through that. Yeah, so that's a real thing. That's, you know what I'm saying. I have a degree in psychology, so I know very well about that. It's perfectly normal.
1: Yeah, bro. Like I remember somebody from my hometown. He's a teacher now. He played on my football team in high school, and he had like hit me up. He wanted me to come speak at a high at his high school, and but I, I I feel like we did he never just he never ended up falling up with me about it, but regardless of that time, I still was a bit apprehensive um, just off of the fact that I'm like, damn, you know stuff ain't perfect for me right now. It ain't like I'm you know what I mean I'm still grinding, I'm still hustling like I'm you know what I mean I'm not like so but in the end of the day, I don't think that that really matter all too much. Like a lot of imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome stuff, really just be in your head. I feel, yes. Um, like in the end of the day, like yeah. the, it isn't even really what makes you. that don't really like the the experiences and everything that you're doing. Like that that that's all you know. That all matters. But of course, the fact that I'm making like a living, an actual living off of it now, man, I'm definitely grateful. It's hard for me to fully get significance just because of the fact that my, you know, like working out, bro. No matter what, you, you kind of always like, all right, well, I need to make this better now. I need to make this better now. I need to make this better now. It never satisfied. Yeah, and I'm trying not to, because I think people glorify that mindset, like that's good or something. You know, that work, that workism. And I feel like it it's good, but only up to a certain point. I feel like we, we it's easy for us to kind of overdo it. Like, at some point, you do got to stand back and smell the flowers and be like, damn. Yeah.
0: Enjoy your, you know, reap the benefits just chill out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, be happy. Like, man, like, right. it's yeah. cool. But every time I hear, like, the stuff that you, like, hear stuff from you or from, you know, anybody, it sets in for me even more, bro. Like, you know, makes me, you know, humbles me a whole lot to appreciate everything. So, yeah, it's real cool to be doing something like this, but at the same time, I do want to do stuff, like, even bigger. Like, I would like to I don't know, like, bro. Like, I'm very confident in myself. I feel like I can be... Like, in movies. Ever. You know what I'm saying? High key, yeah. Like, I feel like I can do movies or anything like that. Like, or be some big famous YouTuber or something. Like, I don't know, man. I feel like any... And I feel like anyone can accomplish damn near anything.
0: Right. Ain't nothing wrong with having super high aspirations for yourself.
1: You know what my pops told me, man? Since school, if I get, like, a bad bad grade or whatever, like, he always got, man... Well, I mean, I can say he said like, man, he would be mad as hell. He wasn't. It wasn't calm. <laughs> but, but when he did call, me, he tell me like, you know, if you sh- shooting for an A, legitimately, you shouldn't get lower than a B. B. Like, so if you shooting for the stars, lay on the top. might hit, Shoot for the stars, it might hit the moon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's yeah. like, in the end of the day, if your aspirations are that high and you serious about it, I feel like you're going to land in some type of nice-ass spot. In
0: it. Exactly. Exactly. Even if you don't quite hit your goal, just the fact that you're trying to get there, you're going to accomplish something good. You know what I'm saying?
1: And has some dope life experiences from you. Like, yeah. cool. Yeah. It's real cool, because I, I I love it. Yo, I'm trying to use profanity and stuff, but, like, I love this stuff, bro. Like, this, this, the stuff that I do for a living, like, it's really... I would just say I really... Wish that more of us were aware of it. That's all, man. I just wish more of us would get into it, man. Like, yo, go. This is the thing. This is very important because uh, black the, the, the black culture, like, is the like is pop culture right now. Yes. So the same, like, you know, I was the dude in school that was roasting everybody and uh, you know, clowning and with the homies and. You know, rap battling and all that stuff like that, whatever. Like, but just regular stuff. That's there's when I look at how like d- these people find me so entertaining, hilarious, stuff like that, I'm like, damn, like, there's a lot of talented cats really out from y'all. They just not, they might be living another lifestyle though, unfortunately. Right.
0: Or don't have really any goals for themselves for real.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, bro, turn, turn
1: the damn camera, bro. Turn the camera
0: oh, talented homie, is even more talented and different things. It's just they don't got no grind. You know what
1: I'm saying? They don't want nothing for themselves. You know what yeah. what I'm saying? Or, or and sometimes it's just they just don't know, to be fair. Sometimes it's the cats don't got the grind, and sometimes they just don't. Well, regardless, you can't really make no excuse for no grown men, but right. I, I will say I will say that, like, you know, the more that we have conversations like this, I feel like the more people we can influence to go and try to do some some dope stuff. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Turn your camera on, hit record. Don't overthink it, bro. Or, you know, like like uh Kage doing, your do your uh hit record on your phone, podcast, man. Like do do a little editing stuff like that, bro. It don't take too much. TikTok, something. Like there's a whole lot out here right now in this entertainment space.
0: Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Um also now I want to talk to you about something that obstacle that i've run into and a lot of a lot of other black content creators run into is racism yeah like, have you experienced that in your
1: career uh i'm not i'm not black i'm oj oh that, no i'm just trolling <laughs> you know a bar i'm talking about from hove I Jay Z
0: is cool, but I ain't really a big. Bro, he's
1: like I'm not. He said OJ said I'm not black. I'm OJ. Then he was like, okay, like you know, basically clowning his dumbass for making that stupid statement. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah, man, I feel like you you automatically going to be like, how I put it? It's interesting because the FGC, like the fighting game community, that's what I'm part of, is very diverse. Okay. It's actually very diverse, even though esports is not. Right. But even with that being the case, bro, yeah, you still, man. I put it like this, in my opinion. If I was not, if I look different, I will already be as good as I'm doing, bro. I would be bigger already. That's so messed up, man. Because it's like I know what you're talking about. Because like for real, that's just how it go. The list of top five TikTok earners just came out. And what you think they all look like? You know what, what I'm saying? If they get that they, they took they. There's a big controversy because they stole that swag from Black TikTokers. They they stealing all the dances, but for some reason, people are rather. You know how it go, man. It just I know exactly how it go, bro. It's, it's,
0: it's kind of it's like really discouraging, kind of. It, it it is it is because and go
1: though. I man, I remember um the other day. Uh, I don't know if I should use that example. I feel like in general, though, bro, any type of content that you create, like yeah, it's hard to get as big. It's it's very tough to get as big. But I don't. Oh yeah, well, I guess first off, I, before I get my opinion, I like as far as my experiences with it, um, like as far as behind the scenes with like. Working with like you know I've worked at, with uh I just worked with Red Bull hosted a big event for them Red Bull Kumite in Las Vegas Caesar's Palace like live and had no like everybody was amazing like behind all the production people were amazing um the, I just with Intel I was over in Poland in Europe for a whole month um that was my first time ever even going to Europe in my life and I was there for a whole month working with Intel for like this Olympics uh, thing and. They were all great, you know. Well, the company was great. There were some very weird experiences with some, not most, but some of the Polish people over there who never really seen black folks, especially people like me with do-rags and earrings and whatnot, necklace, you know what I'm saying? So there were some weird things with that. Uh, But yeah, industry-wise, I would say I haven't experienced that. I feel like, our type of entertainment, our type of sauce is really in demand right now, bro. It's in demand, but at the same time, I will say if a you know white person does the same thing that we do, well, they might be bigger than us. <laughs> like that's gotta that's rough. Like if we had to well, you know how it is, bro. We got to do, we have, I feel like we have to be that
0: much better. Yeah, but are you, you ever um watch Naruto?
1: Yeah,
0: not, so, not in though. I, okay. I okay, so you know Rock Lee and Guy Sensei?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So like I said, just like you said, it's like, I know all too well what you're talking about. But then like, it kind of made me think about a situation in, in that anime. So, God, just for those who don't know, Guy Sensei is Rock Lee's teacher, and whenever Guy Sensei would lose a fight, he would do like a hundred push-ups or like um, run or like do a like five-mile run. And then Rock Lee, his his, his uh, student, was like, Guy Sensei, like, why are you doing this? He was like, Look, I took it L, but me doing this, like doing this, like doing a, like something physical or something. You think it's gonna make me better or worse? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In my mind is like, yes, you have to be excellent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You have to be better than the, than the non-melanated folk. You know what I'm saying? You got, if you make a yeah. mess up, you know what I'm saying? You might not be forgiven. But the thing about it is, is that going to make you worse or is that going to make you a better person?
1: Yep. Yep. And the end of the day, bro, like, I feel like that's a, that's a perfect example. And, I don't think people should really treat it in in a way to be like discouraged or like that, bro. Like I I do feel like I can be like bigger than everyone. I feel like I I, I think anybody can. Like I'm not saying it's not harder, but look at The Rock, for example, bro. You know, of course, The Rock is like lighter skin and all that, but you know, Kevin Hart is huge. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's examples of people who are, who got huge out there. So I don't think there's any point. I'll say this, if there is a ceiling, we are not in control of that ceiling. So, it's a waste of energy to focus on it too much. Unless we're talking about how to infiltrate the system and work from the inside. Now, that's something right there I would say is that like, you know, from the the deeper I get into stuff, the more I feel like, you know, I can maybe help out some other person in my scene, like in the fighting game community or something like that. And that, you know, I think that's huge. I want you in there trying to do what you can without people expecting too much, but like you just on your own trying to pull us up. But yeah, overall, I don't, the, the, the racism, I guess that I experience is stuff that I can't directly call out, not from like, cause of my corporate affiliations or nothing, but because of the fact, you know, there's certain racism that's like, it ain't like somebody said nigger or something. Right. it's low-key. Like, re- See, I'm from
0: the north, you know what I'm saying? That's real big. Like, the racism isn't like down south where it's up in your
1: face. Exactly, exactly. And, and real covert, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's obvious to right. us, but it will be easy for them to, the, to deny it and then everybody just say we complaining and making excuses and X Y Z. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but in the the truth of the matter is, yeah, I mean, I feel like we always gonna have to face that, but yeah. I feel like if somebody's racist, like, you know, I can't, man, like I said, it's so hard for me not to use, for, not to use profanity, but if someone's yeah. racist, you know, you can use
0: profanity if you want, it's all up to you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, care.
1: yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, to me, if somebody racist, you know, fuck them, like, you know, right. they can, I don't want to say too much, but, you know, in the end of the day, you know, that's that's your problem that's your dumbass problem if you if you if you're a racist and that's how you live or whatever like you know I'm going to get my bread I like the making them people look make, making them people salty when when they see us shining and doing our thing and moving yeah. up in the world so it is what it is but you can definitely move through esports and make your bread I will say that there is a there's a shortage of us in esports and the media side and everything even in a lot of these games competitively so um a lot of these teams and stuff would probably love to have more black players Yeah, yeah. Just off of diversity. Right. Yeah. I'm be honest
0: with you. It's like, um, when I'm running through these nerd circles and stuff like that, when i be going to these conventions, there's not a whole lot of black people. And in my mind, I'd be thinking like, Oh, these, these, uh, white people ain't going to mess with me like that. You know what I'm saying? But then like when I open my mouth and do different events, like they look at me and like are happy that I know so much, and like, they really, you know what I'm saying? It's like, because it's like, it'd it be in my mind, for real. Yeah, people like,
1: be, I, I, I feel like people are usually cool and them. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're happy that a black person is into the same thing that they're passionate about. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, this, this, like, you know, as you put it, like, nerd culture or whatever, like, I feel like all of this stuff, gaming, anime, all that, mm-hmm. it kind of just, it's so beautiful, real, because it just transcends right. everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, i'll meet somebody if i could talk to you about an anime or something like that bro or whatever just like i mean we can be cool immediately off that alone exactly
0: but you know what i'm saying like it's like honestly like i honestly the, the like you said the racism that I, i've experienced is usually online but usually you know what i'm saying it's usually like the white people i meet or just asian people you know what i'm saying they you know i've had a couple of weird comments or whatever like that but for the most part it's usually positive you know what i'm saying yeah People be cool, well, on the net, you know how like you experience so much good stuff and then you get a little bit of bad stuff happening, you kind of focus on the bad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah try to kind of working on try like to not do that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah,
1: yeah, that's the thing, bro. You can't let those
0: few idiots, right? Know. Exactly, that's because that's what they want, yeah, bro.
1: And a lot, of, I feel like sometimes with the online stuff, like, bro, I've got to the point now where people come into my chat. And you know, stuff has got like to that point now. Like today's literally on Twitter. Like, somebody, if y'all don't follow me on Twitter, it's at Rob TV, yeah, but like T E E V E. that's just my Twitter handle, and that's how you spell my regular name. But somebody accused me of being on steroids today, bro.
0: Ain't that so messed up, bro? So
1: i like, you know, the
0: internet gonna be the internet, so messed up, you know. Hey, check this out. I remember, I, just like you, I was real big like, I'm still in the fitness, but I lost so much weight. Somebody was like, what, you got A's or something? I ain't that so fucked up.
1: Man, yeah. man. But it's it's crazy how it's like when you doing something positive. Right. Then somebody got something negative to say, bro. It's like you just racking your brain trying to find something bad.
0: Right. It's like it, it couldn't be that I worked really hard
1: and hustled and grinded.
0: You know what I'm saying? Bro, I, but like, I
1: feel like the, the, the more you get used to, you know, this the whole I guess being a public figure or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. that shit roll off your back more and more. Like it, it, stuff only to get to me for the most part if it's like a colleague or something like that. Or I'm I don't know if I use the word colleague, but you know what I'm saying. Like I know uh, you talking about. Yeah. Like that that's when it like, whoa, what the hell? But I'm so used to I've heard so much stuff on the internet at this point, bro. you can't uh, you know what I've
0: I've entered you know what I've gone through the same same thing and it's like now I'm learning like hey you know what I'm saying?
1: You know how it is. I'm gonna
0: let you go back to your awesome life. I'm gonna go back to mine. You know what
1: I'm saying? To be fair, bro. I will say, a lot of these trolls, like if it's a black person, they go say racist, something racist, right? But if you was a white fat dude, they say you you fat piece of shit. Or if you was a female, they like make me a sandwich. You know what I mean? They just are trying to think of anything they, they say. It, the weak spots that they yeah, what they perceive is that yeah, like whatever.
0: They- uh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, you know they they don't even some of those people don't even be racist bro. They just I mean they might as well be
0: fucking. to say something to like fuck with you.
1: Yeah, like they- element. Like okay.
0: yeah, fuck with your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but this is a thing. I
1: don't care. Like I said, what trolls? If there's any troll listening to this or whatever. There is no way somebody is a troll and all that, and happy and like that. Right. point, like to the point where you saying n word and all this stuff yeah. like that, being racist, sex, and all that type of shit. Like, bro, you there's no way you really making no bread. Right. There's no way that you are on your way to making it because everybody starts somewhere. But it ain't like you. You ain't grinding. Like I doubt any of those
0: people. Yeah. Building
1: right. a, yeah. a podcast like you doing or anything yeah. like that.
0: Rob, you, hey, you're exactly right, man, because happy people don't do stuff like that. No. Usually, what does misery love? Not only love the man, company. Mm-hmm. Miserable, sad people do stuff like that. People that's really content with themselves and happy with themselves on the inside, they don't do that.
1: Exactly. So you can already deduce so much about somebody, even if they're under anonymous name and everything, you can deduce so much about them off jump. Right, so, right. They, feel bad a little bit for them like
0: damn you really yeah 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 what do they say when you point a finger at somebody three fingers are pointed right back at you
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: okay. yeah man um but yeah man i just um we're getting to the end of our show I, like i said i could talk to you all day but uh for- hey, we can hey
1: yeah i want to say we- what we can do another one of these i Shit, not, uh, if you want I don't give a damn. Let me know next maybe next week or something
0: like that. Yeah, I'm a, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely get with you on that. Maybe like uh next season and stuff like that. No, yeah. but um, because I, I didn't like I've honestly like I'm kinda of blown away by how your mind works. It's like I feel like you think just like me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, where I, you're at, like it's like really refreshing, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, we let me uh get you on. I wanna get your thoughts on the current uh competitive gaming scene. And um, what you think the future is for esports and fighting games and competitive games?
1: Oh, just as a whole.
0: Yeah, or or like, or we can just get, uh, specifically tailor no, no. it to you No,
1: no, it can be as a whole. Okay. I think that, uh, as far as fighting games specifically, smooth. But my dog's trying to eat my damn food. Mm-hmm. As far as fighting games specifically. I would say that uh it's still niche, but it is growing. It is growing, but a, a lot of people need to focus more on building their personalities, building their brands, um, and realizing. Like in my scene, bro, there are so many people who just think about the X's and O's. You know, I'm just a I'm a player. I, what's the frame data here? what's the hit box and the hurt box? what's this matchup? what's my strategy here? and I do all of that as a player. However, if when somebody watches back, like the NBA is huge, the NFL is huge, all that type of stuff. When someone uh watches the NFL or whatever, you don't need to have like a NFL quarterback level of you do, you're not going to have an NFL quarterback level of understanding of the game or a Steph Curry's knowledge, Kobe's knowledge, when you're watching basketball, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, people put so much into that, but really a casual person watching doesn't even fully know what's going on. But what they do know is, oh, this guy is from, if you put it out there, is from this place. And this is his backstory. He's been through this, that, and the third to get here, or these two guys have this feud, and like WWE storylines type of thing, right, like, so I think that the fighting game community really needs to focus on that a lot more, and the sponsors within the fighting game community, as far as the orcs they need to focus on that a lot more, because when they pick up people who only play and are not entertaining whatsoever, it doesn't do anything for the scene, you know, if anything, it can actually pull the scene back some, so we focus more on that, I definitely think the scene can grow more um and I think that's how I have come up so much is my focus on things like that and as far as uh, esports as a whole um I'm not as versed in, in, in a lot of these other scenes but I mean bro I could only see this stuff continuing to grow mm-hmm. like I just heard about like the Facebook gaming metaverse oh metaverse situation yeah like they have some new thing where it's gonna be VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a VR and everything, and um, you know it, it's it's crazy. You, you should look into that. By the way, just in general, yeah, I heard
0: concept. a little bit about. It. I got to do some research because you
1: make it seem like way more interesting.
0: But yeah, uh, I, I it, heard some pieces about that. It does seem an interesting concept? Yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, but but just looking at how stuff is wrong, like the direction of stuff is going with technology mm-hmm. though, yeah. So you and to... people are seeing. There's more and more raw, like, there's gonna be more and more raw TVs. There's more and more, you know, dudes who are bigger, like Faker and all this stuff. These huge esports guys in League of Legends and stuff, they're making millions, man. Literally,
0: yeah. I fuck with League of Legends heavy. Did you have you seen the um, the uh, League of Legends uh, Netflix joint? No, I heard it. the
1: arcane, I heard it's hard,
0: it's hard as shit because like one of my favorite characters is a black character named Echo. Where he can control time and just being I play as him all the time but being there See him in a cartoon where he's just handling Business it was tight
1: fire, Bro see Bro a game Got a Netflix show and it's good Bro Mm -hmm. that shows where It's going like I feel like one of the big Things that is Going to change over the next Few years is like this Whole concept of oh you play video games For money like For a living yes and no like i really don't I, like the average person does not know what that means for real like or right. the grind you really got to put in or how hard it is Yeah. like picturing like they're there when i tell an uber driver that when i'm out of state for work or something like that working a show or something or competing you know they're like man that's sick like that's cool or, hey, who would have thought or, um but they probably picturing like their son playing Fortnite for fun or they're my nephew playing 2K and smoking some weed or something like that. You know what I mean? Like
0: You know, like, nowadays, like, what's happening is people are, like, college students are getting, like, scholarships.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: School doing the game joint. That's fly.
1: Yeah. Stuff is getting, like, it's getting so big, bro, and I think it's going to continue to go in that direction, too. I mean, it's it's dope. It's dope. There's no real limitations. Almost anybody could play and be just as good. All you need is a controller, and you know, unless it's like a PC game or whatever. So yeah, I really think esports going to continue to grow. I think that Hundred Thieves, what they're doing is fire. Like they're so they're so smart with their uh, marketing and everything. I feel like esports is an entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Or even when you're playing and beating somebody, or you know, playing a serious tournament. Like I'm not saying try to entertain people, just play and do the best you can. But even that is entertaining. Kobe, when he was doing turnaround, you're so when he was doing turnaround, you know fadeaways or whatever, he wasn't doing it to entertain us, but it was entertaining, uh-huh. you know. So if you you gotta, that's why they got to do post game press conferences and all that type of stuff, though, and that's why they do all these the shoe deals and this that and the third and. You know, like the branding. So I I feel like uh esports in a great spot, bro. And more long as people keep focusing on build on brands, this is only gonna get bigger.
0: Okay. Now, um, I want to ask you one last question. Yeah. yeah. Now I want to ask, like, what would you say to someone or anyone who wants to play uh video games competitively? Like, how you know what I'm saying, like, how to do get started? And I know you touched a little bit about the wild, the whole show, but just the you know what I'm saying. It's like an anchor.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: just like some advice or anything. The first,
1: or... the first thing I would say is let yourself know, like, be honest about your goals with it. I went hard and decided to have, like, no plan B. Um, okay. You know, the guy, I think he's a Christopher Gardner or something, but you know, Will Smith and Pursuit of Happiness. hmm. The dude that he was playing as, like in real life, like the, the dude that that Pursuit of Happiness is about, he had a quote, like, you know, he said he don't like plan B, plan B sucks. You know, basically, if you got a backup plan, you know, a safety net or whatever, yeah, you're not going to work as hard at plan A. Yeah, That's just how I operate, okay? I'm more of a risky type of dude. I don't even think it's risky, like in my opinion. I don't even think that's risky. Cause I'm just that confident that I can make this make whatever pop. So I feel like anyone can. So you have to realize if you aren't going to be dedicated to it like that. It's going to be hard for you to be better than someone like that is dedicated to, uh, to that level. Um, a lot of the money, is top heavy. Understand that too. I gotta put the warnings out there, y'all. A lot of the money is top heavy, meaning there's some dudes who really getting it, and then there's like no middle class, and then there's what well, you know, depending on the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then there's like people that's not like pretty much making nothing. Right. So it's not easy at all um, to do. Now, if you're going to do it. Um the the advice I would give is, you know, you got to put the hours in, period. You got to put the hours in. When you're training in whatever the game is, do not play blindly. When you were just playing that game for fun, you would just go on there, enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? You just go on there and hop on ranked or whatever and have some fun. Even if you're really trying, it's still different than what you need to do if you're trying to be a pro. If you want to be a pro, now you go on there you have conscious things that you know that you want to work on on that day or during that session, you know? So I might go in there and I don't – I'm not at all focused on if I win or lose overall. I'm just working on my hit confirms. I'm just working on my anti airs I'm just working on, you know, controlling the corner, things like that. Those are all street fighter terms, fighting game terms, but it applies to any game. So you have to be very meticulous. I personally would recommend taking notes as well. Um, I, I recommend that for life in general, but you know, inc- including gaming. I'll never forget at some point in life I learned, like I heard, read about some study that said showed that when people wrote stuff down, they were far more likely to have it stick in their head. Yep. Therefore, it's like a scientifically proven thing. Yeah, I'm be honest. I
0: always keep, like, I'm not even an esports, sports but through, I've heard that tip before. And throughout life, I always keep, like, a pen and paper or, like, at least a card and a pen just to write stuff down, just to, you know, refer to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My phone, you know what I'm saying? That's very important. You know what I mean? Yeah, that stuff, that, that stuff keeps it locked it's in. Like habit of highly successful people.
1: Yeah, it's like a planning type thing. It's like, yeah. you know, it makes it way more right. real, mm-hmm. you know, like a – um so i would definitely recommend that and like i've been talking about this whole time man you gotta yo know, don't be scared don't be scared to don't be scared to to fail short term bro like in the end of the day but you know in uh, in the end of the day a lot of people are scared to go viral on Twitter, for example, for a negative reason. Mm-hmm. So they don't, They're they scared to give a hot take. They're scared to you know, put themselves out there and take a risk. But you have to take risks to be entertaining, To, You know, bro, uh, if you're just going to do what everybody else is doing...
0: You're going to be like
1: everybody else. Yes, yeah, like, why do I want to follow you? Why do I want right. to watch you? Like, what's the point of this? Right. Like, you... There's almost... Uh, I actually... No, not almost... There is 0% chance for you to successfully brand yourself and nobody dislike you. It's impossible. Right. Even if you do nothing wrong, you know, there got to be some type of clear lines in the sand where you being honest and you being yourself to some degree. And some people just not going to rock with it, you know, but that makes it so that you like we're talking about with the female thing, like meeting girls. That makes much I was just I was right. just thinking about that. I was like, "Oh man, I was
0: going uh, yeah. The full circle, the full circle." <laughs> yeah, that woman ain't going to come out and come up to you. You got to put yourself out there. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the right the right one. Right. ain't going to come up to you. You got to put yourself out there and say hi. Like, I'll be honest, I like I don't get rejected like I used, like I used to cuz I know what's up. But yeah, I get I get embarrassed. And stuff. I feel embarrassed and stuff like that and everything, but still you did it. Ain't nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, you go out here and do it though. Yeah, you're gonna fall in your face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Now, the, la- the last thing I would say though, cuz before we No, the last thing I would say is just hit record. Okay, like don't out that's what I'll tell people. Like, just hit record, bro. Like, don't overthink it. Your first find your favorite YouTuber, bro. Find your favorite YouTuber that you, that you watch right now. Flavi McDoon, that's my favorite YouTuber right now. And either go to go to their go to their YouTube channel, hit hit videos, and then there's an option up there to hit sort, and you can hit like sort by oldest, and you'll see their oldest video. Okay, they watch that video, and it's gonna be trash in comparison to their new stuff. Okay, or maybe they deleted their or whatever they hit they hit it. If they hit them, then if they're big enough, just YouTube it, like search it, like so and so oldest or first video it's not gonna ever be nothing fire bro that's just how it goes so yeah. no matter how much planning you do overthinking you do it's like the gym like don't like for the gym i would have been wasting my time if i sat there trying to analyze it forever before i go to the gym try to yeah. perfectly figure it out bro just go in there and good stuff is gonna happen through, through you getting reps in so that's what i'll say man brand yourselves don't be scared know you know if you really like the significance of what you really want this stuff um and you know be organized and yeah you definitely can can make some noise yeah hey thanks for that tip because i'm i'm actually
0: going to do that tonight you know what i'm saying because this i am be honest with you rob because it's like that's why i started my uh podcast audio only because i was like i was like Man, i don't want people to see my face and stuff like that but this content creation thing you got it you know what i'm saying and then i was like i oh, no. but then like I just hit record and like put you know what i'm saying yeah it's not good at first
1: but now i'm getting better with it so hey you did yo you know um what you're doing like with this like doing conducting an interview like this you know like this one of the things that's a part of my job is you know interviewing people man and you're so like you were really smooth you were really smooth like the like the 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 research the personability, ability personality and all that stuff bro like you know be, bringing stuff full circle and everything transitioning like you definitely mad fire bro i can tell you put your put your reps in
0: yeah i appreciate it cuz honestly just like you said like before i started a podcast i would listen to a lot of dj vlad interviews a lot of different celebrity interviews and stuff like that just to, yeah, I, I would listen to for hours though <laughs> i didn't even play like i
1: still listen to that joy I've been listening to all that stuff. I watch all like, I don't, not just for, like recon, but I, I just find it entertaining. Like I watch DJ, I listen to Joe Button podcast, yeah. all that. Drink champs with uh Nori. Yeah. the Kanye, the Kanye episode was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro.
0: So, uh, Rob, uh, where can my listeners follow you? I know you have a lot of different um uh, platforms.
1: Yeah. Um, I almost said cousin, sorry, I was eating. So, everyone should uh, check out Street Fighter League every Thursday on Capcom Fighters, C-A-P-C-O-M Fighters. Just look that up. Um, also, No Neutral, that's the official CPT uh, Capcom Pro Tour pre-show. Uh, that's uh, me, Rob, TV, and uh, my guy Brian F., my brother from another mother, and all that. Um, if you look that up on YouTube, No Neutral, then you'll see us pop up. Um, and you go check out my actual YouTube channel is Rob TV Gaming. My Twitter account is R O B T E E V E E. I'm closing in on 10k uh, followers on Twitter, so if you want to help me reach 10k definitely follow me on there. See my uh, shit posts and trolling and all that. And then my Instagram is uh, Hollywood Rob TV. So yeah, that's pretty much uh, all my platforms coming to mind off top. Okay, and uh, Rob TV, do you have any closing remarks? Oh uh, no, man, just you know, I got to make sure I mess with, uh, mess with Cuzzle, uh, Cuzzle's podcast. I'm sorry, Cargay, not just Cuzzle, Cargay's <laughs> podcast and all that, man. It's definitely fire. Uh, you definitely made a fan out of me with this stuff right here, bro. I didn't even know you was nice like this with it. Yeah, I, I knew I was like, yeah, he don't he ain't he ain't I'm gonna catch him off guard. He don't know
0: I got some heat for him.
1: Yeah, like, I know I know. know all that is I ain't gonna lie. I ain't know that you was gonna have research and all that. I ain't know.
0: Yeah. like, the, I'm like oh he's serious. Yeah, because the thing about it, like, like I'm just gonna say what I'm gonna say and end it. I was just gonna say, like, Rob, like my family, like you know what I'm saying, our family, like even when you first started, like, we always supported you and was watching you. <laughs> You Know what I'm saying? Like, we constantly talk about you. You know what I'm saying? We're very proud of you, and it's like we want you to continue what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that because for real, Uncle Harley and everybody, yeah. And we always, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm like, I go to conventions and I'm nice on the sticks and when I hand it out L's, I'd be like, I'd be imagined like I'm you, you know? <laughs> yeah, I you told you that one time. That's yeah, so in the bloodline. You know, you never told me that. I think I messaged you one time. Like, I was at BlurryCon, had that L's, and I was like, yes. Yeah. I was like, I was telling you. Like, I imagine I was like, you was like, yes, yes, I can win. Like, fighting is in our bloodline. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know. Yeah, you don't yeah get- we got that. Right. Like, we scrappers, dog. Yeah. High key, cuz. High key. Our reflexes is different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I agree. I think
0: we got, like, natural talent with that. Right. Our sticks is like, like, not just on a sticks, but an actual fight. Like, fighting comes natural in our family. You know what I how we kind of came up like if you talk to our uncles that tell you like we had like they had like to fight
1: next like <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's so not a... if any of those aforementioned trolls ever tried in real life <laughs>
0: yeah you already know how we fitting to give it to
1: you Yeah, so, yo cuz you gotta have me come back on though bro dead ass yeah
0: definitely bro like definitely, come on we will definitely gonna pull up on you yeah so um I just want to say um thank you for coming and we out later later later